Welcome to another episode of Cider, Beer, and Fear. I'm Audrey, and I drink the cider. I'm Kelly, and I drink the beer. And we're here to talk to you about season season two aren't you guys excited i'm excited missed you guys i missed you guys so much there was so much going on in 2022 and i for one am ready to be back how about you i am i'm done 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 with all the craziness pretty crazy uh, the holidays that's for sure and just this weather man it has been insane yeah, it'll be a couple of weeks before this comes out, but we just went through something called a bomb cyclone. It was not the bomb. It was I don't not. know why they it name it that. Insane. A lot of That's people lost power. A lot of people had flooding. Misleading. If you're not from California and uh, then you like you didn't experience it, I would hope. You know what's funny <laughs> is that like if you're in Texas right now, you guys are making fun of us. Because the reality is, is that we are not used to weather. We don't like weather. Weather is not our <laughs> weather thing. doesn't like us. I we just, just are say. not a thing. It's not our thing. So when we go through all of this and we're whining and complaining, it's because for us, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. 70 miles per hour winds. That's a lot for us. Yeah. And I'm sure like in other places, they're like, get over it, you babies. That's but like, weather. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's barbecue weather. It's. It's, yeah. For us, it's not. But it's not. Which is hilarious, too, because I have a husky, uh-huh. and she wouldn't even go outside. Like, like nah. she was like, nah. nah. She would stand there and just look out into the rain, into the abyss, into the darkness that was my backyard, and was right. like, yeah, I'm not going out there. At no. three in the afternoon. It's Cash was, like, um, smelling the air. And he was just, <laughs> like, he was annoyed. Yeah, because we were going to get some lightning and stuff. You know, I will take rain over wind. But I'm also in a very high spot in the area, but they were, (laughs) there's definitely some spots of uh, Sacramento that were like, oh my, we are going to get some flooding. It was going to be unpleasant, but we didn't get the, the, I will tell you the bomb cyclone was a dud because yeah, it didn't hit (laughs) as hard as they said it was going to. Now again, we're talking, we're talking like. Because it was supposed to hit on a certain date at a certain time. It didn't do that. However, I am one to say there's a calm before the storm. So who's to say tomorrow when we wake up, there isn't some crazy hurricane? I mean, it could still be the case. It could, but but unlikely. It's unlikely. We will have rain. We will. I've never seen a 100% chance of rain. 100% is going to rain. And it did. But not the way it said. I mean, it was saying nine inches and if six you don't, inches, nine inches, yeah, then three inches. Like it kept changing. Yeah, and and if you if you know California, guys, get your measurements right. We're it's shaped like a bowl, and people. I guess yes. I don't know if they think it's all beach. I'm not really. Yeah, sure. We're in the valley. We're in the valley. Yeah. That's fine. valley girl. We're constantly asking questions that yeah. aren't there. Um, Everybody thinks we have an accent when we uh, we really don't. Well, we don't think we, we don't do. have valley girl accents. I mean, I went do to you? A, I do went to a training in uh, Texas where they had about they had 103 people there, and they had at least one person from each state and two from Canada. So we had kind of a mix, and I had more than one person come up to me and say, 
I love your accent. And I can't hear it until I started talking and I'm listening to what I'm saying. And it's a lot of the, the upward tone inflections and yeah. we do that a lot like we're asking questions like i said there's questions and there. that's like a good thing and <laughs> that's like is a verb of all like i know it's all on its own the word it's like a language all on its is own is very much part of everything we say which i, I don't understand how we came to that i really want to understand like <laughs> growing up how did i gain that verbiage because to be yeah. honest i don't recall people using that verbiage yeah. as much as i do now and you just so, heard it. you just heard it it was just part of yeah every day and it's not proper english by any means i mean <laughs> well and the other thing we do is um we say hella that's so hella. south cal that's us um they say it's south cal but it's it's so sacramento uh, murder capital of America. That's wow, Stockton. that's fantastic. It's probably up there. Mm, I wouldn't orange. be surprised. We have some, I mean, we like and our Stockton serial killers. Is smaller than Sacramento, so that's pretty concerning. Yeah, that's <laughs> Orange County, the whole area. Um, yeah, yeah, it's just thumbing through, thumbing, thumbing through, thumbing, thumbing through. As long as you are, as, yeah, there's words. Those all happen. Those are all <laughs> unedited, folks. Welcome, season two. All words. You know, we came not to, in any particular order. <laughs> we came to the desk, and it's been a couple weeks. We're just <laughs> like, okay, we've had a break. We're coming back, and there's a bottle of wine and open <laughs> sitting on here that we just. That was great. I'm not even sure where. Not sure came where from, it came from, but we did bust it open. So, mm-hmm. as I'm like stumbling through, you'll understand why. But no, what Be I patient. was saying was. We also, um, we just, we, we take on the, the verbiage of everybody around us and it becomes, yeah. It becomes, it becomes fact. It, it becomes, yeah. it becomes ingrained in our DNA in some way, shape or form, which is funny. Cause, uh, cause yeah, you start to think, especially when you do a podcast, you do have to try and be aware of how you're speaking, yeah. what you're saying, how you're saying it. And to be honest, we don't do that <laughs> no, here. Yeah, no, no. Really like I notice a lot of people say like, they're like, if you want to be a professional, I'm like, I ain't looking to be no professional. This is okay? fun for us <laughs> this and is our a 20 hobby. listeners. <laughs> yes. And we love all we of love you, each and, each and every one. And we it- apologize that it has been... It always it does floor me when somebody comes up and asks me about the podcast. I'm like, oh my god, you listen? Tell me, you know, oh my god, yeah, like, you're not the person I thought too. would be listening to it. That's cool. I think it's fantastic. So for all of you out there who are mowing the lawn to our voice, hi Adam, hi there. <laughs> so yeah, no, um, it, yeah, it's been a long, it's been a long time. It and there's wine, so and there's all going back around. Of course, our show always includes alcohol. So as you yes. know, I mean, typical, typical cider, beer, and fear fashion. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I had a beer already too. Yeah. Same. <laughs> ciders, ciders all around guys. So, uh, no, the, the a, wine is a chaser. But I had, I had a Mandelo earlier. A Mandelo? Mandelo. No, not a Nelson Mandelo. <laughs> not Mandela. No. Oh, that would be really good beer. I'm sure. A Mandelo. <laughs> Make you feel empowered. Okay. Anyway, be fantastic. <laughs> what what did we? What are we talking about today, Kelly? Well, it being February, that we're coming back to this. I'm coming mm-hmm. back to it strong, and the month because we love. love you guys so much. We're gonna we talk planned, about. See how we did that. See how we did that there. We, was that planned? All the love. 
that we planned I didn't for you guys. Yeah. I was like, just Love. I was winging it. <laughs> All right. Um. So yeah. Uh. Anyways, we. I am telling you, my we, loves, a love story. We loves you. A deep love story between two people who deep. found each other very young in life and made choices from there. I'm not going to use last names in this story, or I'm going to try not to. But you can definitely look it up. If you, you can definitely to. look it up. I'll give you the name of it. It's not hard to look up. And it's not California. Um, so when I say the Clear Lake Massacres, I am not talking about California. Um, but in case some of you are in the area that I would be talking about, um, it's not California. So don't look it up if you live in, in Clear Lake about what? less than 100 miles away right? from here <laughs> you're like what the hell is that? i never heard about this but it is what peak ranchers because i thought it was uh i thought it was clear like here which i think is um, pretty funny because i'm sure all of you thought that we were actually gonna talk about um the saint valentine's day massacre well, I, but yeah. we're we're not because we um, have something a little bit more sinister in mind this one i i thought this one so this reminds you know that girl in high school. We all had that girl in high school. Oh yeah. She said, "Oh yeah, lots of girls in high school." No, we <laughs> don't touch. Don't no, touch. this girl was the girl that was a little awkward. Her in junior high didn't have a lot of friends, mm. but made friends with so a certain me. group and came into high school strong. Oh, well, good for her. Literally my story. You go, girl. I was a huge nerd in junior high. Didn't have a lot of friends. Made the wrong friend who wanted to be popular and stabbed me in the back. And it was a whole thing. And you know who you are. Um, <laughs> but If you're listening, yeah, not you us. know who you are. <clears throat> then, um, then I met some people over the summer between junior high and high school. And we became very close. And I came into high school kind of like that um what was that movie with uh tony danza where his daughter like gets her braces off and becomes this hot girl oh um i wasn't hot but i was prettier <laughs> than i was in in junior high and a lot of those guys that were mean to me in junior high you know who you are dirty asked me out in high school so it was all worth it all um, those professors no i'm just kidding. yeah yeah you profess all those teachers that were mean to me and then wanted to date me it wasn't great so gross uh, <laughs> just kidding just kidding you know who you are um no, but um, you guys knew that girl, though, I'm sure. There was that girl that came back to high school and was like, oh, dang, I didn't, like, good for her. Or, oh, dang, I, yeah, you know. No, I know what you're um, But she usually wasn't, this is not the case with me. Um, in this case, this young lady actually found a bit of popularity and likability and probably had some humbleness, I would think, because she's going in, but, you know. Mm -hmm. you, you you were the girl that wasn't was awkward so you're nice to those girls because right. you knew what that was you like know what it feels like doesn't make them ugly or like less or whatever they're just people going through what they're going through and it's fine um high school sucks this girl she found that um everybody liked her she became uh miss irresistible is what they voted her in high school she was well known mm -hmm. for being liked by everybody but she struggled when she was younger because she had a disease called alopecia. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know what that is, that is um, the inability to grow hair. So she didn't have hair for eyebrows, eyelashes, or on her head. 
and this made her a target. Um, but luckily, these this group of girls and guys had befriended her. They were a little bit older, about a year older, and they befriended her and they liked her. And she, it was nice that she had that circle and, and it made her come out of her shell. And that's where she became yeah. um, a little bit more... Um, liked around the school and felt a little bit more comfortable in her space. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, um, drugs were involved, but here's the thing, guys, they don't say what kind of drugs. And, and again, yeah, we're California, it could be pot. I don't know. But the problem was, is that, um, these four girls or four people, um, Albert, I'm going to try to stick with the first names, Marcus, Rachel and Tiffany uh, all saw Christine and decided that they wanted to be her friend and that she, she deserved that. Um, then Christine started dating a gentleman named Christopher and Christine was only 17 years old and Christopher decided that they were going to go over to their friend's house and steal their drugs. Now, I don't know how this escalated to I want to watch some Scooby-Doo and he's like, yeah, we watched a lot of Scooby-Doo. We're bored. Um, streaming services were sucking and <laughs> they decided they were going to go steal some drugs at the friend's house. And what this was going to also involve was killing all four of their friends. So, so they didn't just kill them. They were very violent about it. They came into the house. They totally um, just came at them. It's, it's a lot, but you are more than welcome to look it up. Uh, one of the head, one of the skulls were fractured. Uh, so they actually used the weapon to, um, to hit her in the head several times. Um, they also uh, shot her in the pelvis and the foot and the leg. I so mean, this sad. was like, it was like she was angry at them all of a sudden. So I feel like there's a huge hunk of the story. We're yeah, missing. I mean, if she she usually like that's a that's a crime of passion when you overkill. And I mean, well, and the she other overkilled. thing is that she was so likable in the court. They were worried that they weren't going to be, you know, that this was going to be an issue. So they actually showed the photographs, and the photographs were so gory that they actually had people avert their eyes as they were walking in the courtroom because wow. they were worried that the people, they, they said the guests, so they're talking about the people in the courthouse yeah. that weren't part of the trial having nightmares that they were that bad. And, um, which is horrific because, um, one of the parents of these four came to the courthouse every single day felt it was their job to do so so it's just um yeah i remember them being told like don't look up don't react to these pictures but they're that bad yeah like i remember hearing about that yeah it was it was it was definitely rough um so i mean snipe so i want to use last name but i want to use first names christopher the boyfriend um he did not stand trial because um he shot himself before the before he was charged. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, here's the thing. I don't know. I want to be angry mm -hmm. that he didn't get that day in court. But then I'm just like, is that easier on the parents? 
I mean, what about his parents? I don't know. The whole thing makes me sad. Well, and the question, too, was, like, what was what was going through his mind when it was happening? Was it, like, yeah. was he intentionally doing it? Was it her? Was it a, like, so those are the questions Well, the thing I is, is it took have. him two years to even find these guys. And so he's been living out, you know, on the road for five years. Did he get off of drugs and realize what he did? Wow. And then that's something he's trying to live with. It's just, it's a lot. Christina, however, um, she did stand trial for this. And again, she is 17 years old when this happened. And I don't know if you can think back at what you were doing at 17. But um, she was 22 years old when she went to trial and was actually sentenced. And she was sentenced to life in prison. So she will be spending her entire life in prison. Um, no parole she's not getting out um which means she'll be out next week um because i feel like all these stories they will never get out and then it says right. it was released three years ago and you're like oh my god okay um prioritize people but it is also sad that like the idea of being that young and just this is your life now you've literally literally have no life well, i can't imagine what really like prompted a person to do these things like right. what was it that um you know what what was it what yeah what about that well and the parents of um rachel they the father was he was pretty awesome in the sense that he he did an interview with him and the mom did an interview um in uh with 2020 mm -hmm. and he actually went door to door raising money for the reward to bring this girl to justice wow. to find out who did it because they didn't know they walked in and they're just like what the hell like it, literally the cops were floored well and where did it take place was it in their home was it was it in, in a, a teenager's home they had yeah they um they lived uh did they say whose house it was no it just says found in a clear like home um, but it was in one of the homes of, uh, either Albert Marcus, per Rachel or Tiffany. Yeah. So they went over to their friend's house and that's, that's what they did. Yeah. I mean, exactly. The parents had to come home to that and it's, it's pretty bad. Um, I don't know. It's to me, you go, how do you? How did she convince? I just, I just want to know how it got from. Well, I mean, he had been in jail house. prior with a felony. I mean, so he, he very well could have talked her into talked it. her into it. Maybe she was complaining to him, and he, you know, they did some drugs. Well, and... I wonder if, um, I wonder if he was like, "Let's go over and let's go get the steal the drugs," and she's like, "Sure, I want a gun too," and then like. He's like, okay, give me the guns. And she's like, bang, 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 bang. Just and not like, knowing we'll like, go get it ourselves. how to do it. or No, I don't know. I mean, she's, she got the book thrown at her. So I feel like she didn't just sit and watch. Like, uh, And that's the thing is that they both participated. So it was not like they were like, I don't know what to do. Uh, I think she knew exactly what what she wanted to do. Yeah. But well, it's yeah. really sad to, to hear. I think I can't even imagine, you know, 
what was going through her mind, let alone what was going through their mind when they had been so nice to her. Right. Um, and then they, you know, all that. I just, I can't imagine. It says it, they did it. Let's see. I don't know. I, I, they did it because they felt that she was the person who they just loved because of the way she was and the person she was voted her Miss Irresistible. Yeah. So she was like this very likable person. You wonder and did what you, made her snap. And you said, yeah, it's just, I don't know, man. I mean, you know what it feels like to be hurt and beat down and like all those things. And then. I could understand if they were mean to her. Like, yeah. I mean, not saying it's no, okay. No, it's not. But yeah, like, yeah, I, saying, I could understand if, hey, they were really mean to her. They pushed her to a point, And instead of killing herself, she killed them. Like, I could see that process. Right? Yeah. But, it would make more sense. But how, how to go from, first. like, being perfectly fine to, like, wanting to murder people. You know what the worst part about this is? I heard about this story. Um... I was watching because I love I love um, Forensic Files. Like that was oh, one okay. of my favorite. And I'm pretty sure this story was on Forensic Files. It's one of it's a very interesting episode, and it's it was just so it's so crazy to like hear the results of it, and then hear the process when it was like ongoing, and it just ah, it just blows my mind. Like well, and the parents sad. going out raising that money, putting up 13 billboards along the Houston highways to say. Um, this happened, find these people. I mean, you've lost so much. And the mom was saying, you know, she was this whole time thinking with her heart. And he was the one that was calmly thinking with his head and getting, she said exactly was, he was thinking with his head when all I wanted to do was think with my heart. But George never gave up. So that was his way of going, okay, I'm going to take care of this. That was in an interview on 2020, which might've been where you saw it. Yeah. But yeah, I remember that um, one of the victims actually almost like call was able to call 911 and yeah, that she yeah. saw that other person crawling and she basically just like ended it. It's nuts. And it's just it blows my mind, too, because they were just hanging out in their living room. Yeah. Nothing like literally no cares in the world doing whatever they were doing. Well, in the way I understood out. it too, these weren't kids. Like, I, like I tell my, <clears throat> okay, so I tell my daughter this all the time. Drugs are bad. Right. And drugs are bad. They <laughs> make you do stupid stuff. And mm -hmm. yeah. what seems like logical, it takes away your ability sometimes to go, this is, this is too much. This is too far. And I don't, I don't know if that's what, I, to be honest, think that she was not in her right I mind. Think so. I think and she was very influenced. She wanted, she wanted drugs. And in that moment, because she was getting acceptance from somebody, maybe yeah. that was her way of. Well, we've all known you know, that girl too. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it's just like kind of weird. Cause when I was reading this thing, I didn't have pictures of the people mm -hmm. I'm reading it and I'm picturing a particular girl in high school. Mm hmm that was everybody liked. She was very sweet. She was never super popular. She was never not like, she was just always like somebody you wanted to hang out with. And to find out later that she shot four people would be like insane. I think what's crazy to me, um, is, uh, is the fact that they, she didn't wear a wig that day. She chose to just wear like a cap to cover her 
head. And like, she didn't do anything to make herself look like the person that she had been wanting to be. Yeah. And so it just, it definitely was intentional. I mean, it's not like she went there with the intention to be like looking the way she did, you know? So it's just, it's sad. That's very sad to hear. It is. It is very sad. Well, I mean, I have a few stories about some things that have happened on Valentine's Day with couples. And um, I figure I could share a few with you guys. I'm not going to go into depth like Kelly did with her story. Um, But just some interesting stories that happened on Valentine's Day. Um, So, and these are brought to you um, by a few different websites that I went on. Um, Ranker is one of them. Has a lot of information about true stories and things that have happened. Um, So one of those stories being um, in 2015, the Alabama Sheriff's Department discovered the remains of an elderly husband and wife who were the victims of an apparent crime. One was self-inflicted, and their investigation showed that the 77-year-old husband took down his wife at 76 before ending his own life. As one does. On Valentine's Day. Is that a golden anniversary? Well, they... It, it was their anniversary. Yeah. They were married in uh, in on February 14th back in, like, God, so many years back. Um, I have the exact date here somewhere, but it just so blows my mind. Paper, silver, gold, murder. Right. Oh, okay. I guess in their minds, like, we're going to go out on our terms, maybe. Wow. That's sad. Um, I mean, I want to grow old with yeah. my husband. Yeah. I mean, that's not my life goal. And then here's another one. You guys may remember um, a <clears throat> Olympic and Paralympic runner who actually ended up taking the life of his model girlfriend Aww. in their home in Pretoria. Initially, he was charged with a lesser crime, but it was overturned. Yeah, it was overturned, oh. and a much heftier charge was applied to this oh, runner. Good. At his trial, he said He's repeatedly... Like, I'll guilty to, like, speeding, but... The fact that I ran her over three times, that I'm not going to, I, you know, you're going to have to waive that. Uh, that would be awful. Can you imagine? <laughs> and the judge is like, you know what? It's a three-day weekend. Just, we just fine. Sign off on it. No, but instead, at his trial, he repeatedly said that he accidentally slayed her when he believed that his home had been broken into. Specifically said slayed her. Slayed her. Slayed her. Oops. Oops. Oh, horrible God, people um okay here's here's another one it's a another little love story it's a little longer um so this gentleman walked into the mocab county police department on a valentine's day and reported his wife as missing three weeks later they found her body in his garage 34 year old woman was taken down by her husband in their home in washington and this was just the beginning. I was going to say, he didn't look really hard for it in the garage, dude. <laughs> he said that his wife and mother of his two young children Aww. vanished on the night of February 9th. He claimed she returned from her job in Puerto Rico and fought with him and then left getting into a mysterious dark car. After police found the body part in the home, they found more parts all over the wooded area near Stony Creek Metro Park. This person did not confess until after he was caught, even though he'd previously pronounced his innocence and undying love slash concern for his wife. But a former girlfriend 
<laughs> but a you former arm, girlfriend. It wasn't me. Turned. For selling your car. It wasn't me. Oh my god, we just cre- you just created a new song. We need to release this now. I'm sorry, everybody. Nothing but respect here, people. It's not funny. Stop this, it. <laughs> this guy did not confess until after he was caught, even though he had previous... Oh, I said that. Um, but his former girlfriend turned over a whole lot of evidence, including emails from him, in which he mocked his marriage vows and offered to let the woman, a nursing student, practice sponge baths on him. He also said he was suspicious about his wife's <laughs> relationships <a> with <laughs> an know. old boyfriend. No, he's a receiver. He wanted her to give that sponge bath. But it was for, so she could practice and get oh, her medical. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. And no, he, that's fair. It was kindness. <clears throat> but apparently he believed his wife was having relations with an old boyfriend and an older man at her. She had to one-up him. She had to one-up it. Which probably justified his actions. Do you blame her, though? (laughs) He sounds like a real winner. He let the authorities into his home for the search and then fled the scene. Knowing what they would find, authorities had to search the area for him, contact relatives, and comb the neighborhood, and even reached out to his lawyer. By no means did we expect to recover what we did. I feel like he was in the, like, treehouse in the backyard, like, Hiding Just like, like a out the book. window, what, like what? what's going what? on? What, what, what'd you find? <laughs> what'd you do? Eventually, he confessed and was arrested. While he was Aww. waiting for trial, he was housed at the county jail. Also residing there was another woman who was found mentally ill, but still guilty of slaying two children and Aww. said she heard voices in her head telling her to commit this crime. She gave prison authorities over a dozen love letters that were written to her from this man. And he also wrote two letters to another inmate and four to a woman named, I'll say her name, Sarah. However, the other woman said that those were in responses to letters that she had written to him using that name. And believe it or not, he uh, told this woman that he wished he could meet her. Oh, I'm sorry. He wished that he could arrange a rendezvous in a closet this is actually sounds and it's really super normal. romantic. Like, but here's the reality: romantic. guy talking to his ex girlfriend. He's kind of a doucher. Mm-hmm. She says, "I'm going to medical school, school. I want to be a nurse." And he says, "What? What is the basic comeback for every man ever? You can practice a sponge bath." You know it's what? That was so pretty special. Generic. And then, oh, this rendezvous in the closet is such a like high school guy thing. Very to high say. school. It's very, very high school. Sorry, guys. No. Nope. That wasn't you, and I'm generalizing. But good news he was eventually sentenced to 50 to 80 years for terminating his wife and <laughs> was removed from her presence. But we'll be on parole in 20, 2030. 2030, 20 something. <laughs> um, the next story is about a missionary, uh, a missionary. who took out his wife. Yeah. Yeah. This man and his wife met at met a Lithuanian student while on a missionary trip to Eastern Europe. When the girl turned 18, the husband and wife's team sponsored her immigration to the U.S. But things took a dark turn after he allegedly fell in love with the student and took out his wife so the two could be together. He told the police that his wife 
had been the victim of a crime, but after looking at his computer and noticing that he'd Googled how to silence a weapon and how to <laughs> strike someone to render them unconscious, but hey, they knew they got him. Who hasn't Googled this? Have you normal never that? people, Kelly. You guys have we never are not normal. How to I have, silence. but we are not normal. I'm going to jail in a very special way someday. They're going to look at my Google list. Oh, I know. Especially for the stuff that we do, where I'm like, "How do you make chloroform?" I think like, that's what cracks <laughs> me up the most. Is like we would have, we had like icebreakers at work, and we're in a meeting, and they're like, "So, um, what was the last thing you googled on your <laughs> on your thing?" And like everybody's like, "Oh, I googled about the." parade or about <laughs> oddly enough that one wasn't one of them but then i'm over here like i googled a story about a guy who cut off his leg and served it to his friends and like everybody went quiet just quiet and i'm like but but it was okay because they all said they wanted to <laughs> but it's fine because it was it's thanksgiving fine. it was fine <laughs> they agreed to it they even signed an agreement because the guy had his leg chopped off oh, and I, asked I the doctors if he could keep yeah, it. And the doctor story. said, yeah, he put it in the fridge and then took it out, carved it up and served it to him and his friends. Because he was, wanted to know. You know what that's fake. That's not what the doctor thought was going to happen either. The doctor's <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, if you want to keep it, I guess. But there's a lot of cultures people want to be buried that you with need their, to be buried yeah. together. Mm -hmm. The doctor probably didn't think twice about going you want that on ice like, right i'm surprised they didn't get sick though i mean how what is the shelf life on human meat uh depends are you freezing it right away or exactly. are you just keeping it like was the doctor keeping this leg set aside so yes, that it was he specifically at the told him before it got cut off specifically told him he wanted to keep the leg yes and take it home but did he did the doctor immediately refrigerate it? I mean, how long can it sit yeah. at room temperature before you can't eat it? Like, that's so, just, like what is the temperature? Chicken as long as is it's cooked 165, thoroughly. but what's thoroughly? Is it like pork? Can you stop at 145 now? Do you have to go I love that we're having this conversation. I need to know. Well, now I'm going to Google it. And the yeah. next time we have a meeting and they ask yes. me, what was the last thing you Googled? I'm going to say, how long what does it take? <laughs> What's the shelf life of a human leg? How do you know the proper cook temperature? <laughs> God forbid. For medium rare human leg. Uh, that's just normal. Okay. That's the way everybody knows the only way to eat it. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, here's another one. This man was living with a woman in West Palm Beach, but on Valentine's Day of 2011, she decided she no longer wanted to live with him and certainly did not want him to be her Valentine, which is one of the reasons he is crying in his mugshot she informed Aww. she informed him that she would be leaving him and that she would be moving out of their shared apartment she then tried to end the relationship and leave the apartment with some friends for safety and his response was to arm himself he opened fire on the car that his now ex-girlfriend was in which contained a male driver two Aww. female passengers and a three-year-old well because you know why not one woman Jeez. was grazed but only the woman lost her life uh, he did receive life in prison. Well, again, he's out in 10 years. I don't know. Here, uh, Yeah, well, I'm not life done. I mean two life. more. Damn it. So <clears throat> this story is about a judge who whose daughter slayed her husband. Uh, a woman, a school teacher, actually, specifically. Is was there an Indian chief in here, too? Jeez. <laughs> a school teacher was charged after she allegedly 
struck her husband in the head on Valentine's Day. The EMTs responded to her call and noted significant fractures sustained by the victim. During her trial, she told the court that her husband had fallen, but the prosecution deemed the result consistent with a crime. Turns out the daughter did it. Four-year-old witness says mother... Wait. Four-year-old witnessed mother slaying and said ketchup is everywhere Aww. oh dude, this is so sad i know way to end it on a high note Jeez. she was in a relationship with a man and they had three children together but he suddenly ended the relationship in 1993 everything was normal at first and she even remained friendly with him for the sake of the children but when he had a change of heart and she refused to take him back he decided to terminate her the San Bernardino County Department Deputy District Attorney, sorry, who took the case, said that he followed her to her family home, and one of the kids allowed him to come in because, hey, it's, it's your dad. Yeah. They started to argue, and she pulled out a restraining order. He said, no piece of paper is going to keep me from you. Which is the sad fact about restraining orders. He then followed them to a local shopping center, and the two ended up arguing in a parking lot. There was a witness who testified that he saw the couple arguing near the vehicle. He saw her crying, he said, and then he saw him slay her in front of her son, which police interviewed the little boy about what happened, and he said ketchup is everywhere. According to his aunt, the young boy, who is now 22, has suffered and will continue to carry the burden of what he witnessed. The mental Poor state baby. is not really that of a 22-year-old. He left the country and hid for 19 years, but in 2012, he was found, prosecuted, and sentenced to 30 years to life for his okay, crimes. I thought you had the son. I was like, oh, no. Well, here, I'll give you another one so that we don't end on such a sad, sad note. I have well, a few It had but... red in it. Sorry. Um... A man had been dating a woman for a short amount of time when he, along with two other women, kicked in the door to her home and began firing indiscriminately. Uh. Her body was found in the apartment a short time later, and the police who responded described the scene they found on Valentine's Day in 2011 as eerily quiet. Right. That was much more cheery. Right. A little bit. A little bit. I don't like you anymore. Do you, do you want the last? I, ha- I have six more. Oh, you're yeah. done. Okay. Oh okay. God, right. That's awful. I'm going to cry I, now. It was, it was pretty. Oh, my God. It was like, you know what it was? It was rapper, rapid fire horribleness. <laughs> okay. Well, here's one about some high school sweethearts. No. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. It's about Subway. One more. I'm going to give you a chance. Okay. I like Subway. So, so this young high school sweethearts were having lunch at a Subway sandwich shop a few blocks south of Columbian High School. She was waiting for him to finish closing up the shop so they could go out together. And a few minutes after midnight on Valentine's Day, a co-worker passing by saw that the headlights were still, oh, that the lights inside were still on. So they checked it. They then found him and her slain on the floor. Witnesses reported seeing a young man who walked away from the sub shop about the time the teenagers were taken out. The case has since gone cold. Right. That's what I hate you. Stop talking. I'm sorry. Stop talking. What about Dr. Death? No, we're good. Okay. Fine. Dr. Death. Dr. Death. There's a Dr. Death. Is that the 11th doctor? It's another doctor. Oh. He's in Oklahoma City. He showered okay. his wife Susan no. with gifts. Listen, I'm Starting with a Porsche. He gave her a Porsche. He gave her this the day they got married. 
And it's completely normal for a happy and balanced marriage. Okay. I think he was just so astounded that he had her, that he had such a wonderful, perfect, almost perfect wife in his opinion, said his best friend. But on Valentine's Day of 2001. Yeah. You know what makes her perfect? Dead. That's not great. If she was like, you know what would make her the best? (laughs) What would be just the best right now is if I killed her. I feel like this is the direction we're going. (laughs) On Valentine's Day of 2001, he came home between surgeries to find his wife lying on the bathroom floor. He went to work trying to revive his wife while the police and ambulance arrived. She could not be saved. He was not suspected as first until police found evidence that she had been thinking about asking him for a divorce. He was then charged in the crime and they headed to a trial. Various clues underscored his involvement in the crime. He was convicted and sentenced to life. Okay, so part of me is like, that's kind of, just because your wife was thinking about leaving you and all of a sudden she shows up dead, they're like, oh, this guy. That guy. It wasn't the one man. Well, he came home. He did come home. So he actually, I know this story because it's Forensic Files, guys. So he did come home multiple times from his job in between surgeries. And they even said that that was weird for him. Like, he doesn't normally do that. And so that was kind of like his his reason. She's thinking of leaving him. He's like trying trying to revive his marriage. I don't think. I don't know. I don't think it's. I don't think that's the case. I'm not writing this guy in little letters, but I'm just saying. I just. I'm trying to think brightly here. Damn it. Well, what about somebody who killed somebody for insurance policies? So that's just logical. Um, nah. <laughs> okay. Like somebody for right, money. Well, now you, you tell me. Tell just, me. Uh, just break up with the person. Just, just let it go, man. Um. All right. So I am going to on a happier note. Okay. I'm going to give you a list of couples. Okay. And I want you to tell me which couple's wedding you would most want Ooh, to attend. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Tell me. Tell me, tell me. So I have a lot here. Um, I have Ed and Lorraine Warren. Mm. I have Gail Weathers and Dewey Riley from the Scream series. Mm. Dewey, the police officer. I am. Okay. Yeah. All right. Rick making these and different. Evelyn O'Connor from. The mummy. Because I love the mummy. Right? Um, And I love that time period. I know, right? And then Evelyn and Lee, a quiet place. (gasps) Oh, those are all really good ones. Is Uh, that it? Fred Jones and Daphne Blake from Scooby Doo Island. Oh. That's cute. Uh, <laughs> That's cute. Morticia and Gomez Adams. Already there. <laughs> no, uh, there. No more. There's no more. I. That's my answer. Elaine Morticia and Gomez. Ripley and Dwayne Hicks from Alien. Nope. Still, still the Adams family. That's that's, that's all right. That's that. You can't even. Sarah Connor no. and Michael. Oh shit. Uh no. Still, still Adams. Okay. Still Adams. And Anax on a mule. And uh, Emotep. <coughs> it's a knock sooner moon. Ah, sooner moon. <laughs> a knock sooner moon. Ah, knock a moon. <laughs> not gonna, not gonna work here anymore. Nope. Um. Although I would love to go to that one too. Oh, that's not fair. Why did you have to add that one in there? And then Liz Sherman and Hellboy. Ah, oh, 
which I love the actress that I played Liz um, because can I say that she actually struggles with MS and is still an actress? Yeah, and that's amazing. Out there, so I didn't even know about that until you told go me. For, go for good for her. Um, and then so now you have to tell me whose wedding you were go Shit. to. I mean, still the Adams okay, family. So let's do this. Still the Adams family. Okay. I I know it's not horror, but guys, so it's you my pick, life. Right you got to pick one to crash, okay. one to be maid of honor. Oh. And one to be so what do you have kill, sleep, marry, right? Isn't that how it works? One to be be a part of. I want to be the thruple. <laughs> I want to be the thruple. There you I go. Be their thruple. Okay. So oh, shit. Okay, so maid of honor, crash, thruple. Okay. Let's see. We've got Ed the Rain Warren. Okay. Gail Weather and Dewey. Uh Rick and mm. Evelyn O'Connor. Um, okay, I do know for a fact that I want to be in the thruple with the Adams family, but it has to be with with um the nineteen ninety one. It okay. can't be with you want the other ones. I want to I want to thruple with them. Okay. okay, I will say that Marticia Gomez, and th- that would be the one yeah. I'd want a maid of honor. That's the one I want. I I was thinking of maid of honoring it, but like I don't know. I think it would be fun to be a thruple with them. Thruple. Okay. Yeah, I feel like that would be a fun thruple. <laughs> <clears throat> and then Anaxuna Moon and Imhotep, I would crash their wedding because they might kill me, and I would much rather just like pop in and pop out, like okay, just okay. just in and out and like hang out. Okay. And then Maid of Honor. Oh shit! I'm gonna have to say Ed and Lorraine Warren. I oh, I would okay. love to be there. Yeah. So that's me. What about you? What would you? Oh, I would maid of honor Morticia and Gomez because okay. I would want to be Morticia's best friend. Like that would be, I want to be right, her buddy but I want to be like, I want to be in that. More. Yeah. If I was thruppling, wait, would... can I pick and choose? Because I want to have, I want to have Catherine Zeta Jones Morticia, and and oh, have... the other Morticia was so much <laughs> and then better. have the go- well, I, mean, I, I love okay, Catherine I agree, Jones. I agree with that. But like, did you see the boobs on Catherine Zeta Jones in yes. the new? It was like fan because well, she has a and bought she does she already. does but but that's what but you know you gotta live with your choices okay well i mean i'm still fine with it that's still fine as long choices. as it's with that gomez not the other gomez's i don't like the other gomez's okay um <clears throat> but yeah yeah anyway, you failed yeah, yeah i just say you know because no. the thruple is obviously a nox on a mule and i'm gonna say her name the way i want to say it and I mean, we're very close, apparently. No. And, you know, Emotep. It yeah. depends on what form you're referring I mean, to. I like Brendan Fraser a lot. So. Yeah, but he wasn't, he was not, he wasn't any of those characters. Yeah, he was Rick. Yeah. Oh, so are you saying you want to be thruple with that? That would be a good thruple. That would be a good thruple. I might thruple. I might thruple over I'm, on the light I'm side and the dark taking, side. I'm taking that back. Yeah, I like the bad guys, but you're right. Yeah, that's a good thruple because they're hot. They were, they were hot. hot. Yeah. That girl, the chick that played Evie, oh my God, she's hot. And I so would crash the Scooby-Doo wedding. That's be fun. The food would be good, you know. Oh, you know. <laughs> you pile it high, and somehow it all goes in your mouth. And I was a band with Shaggy amazing. later, like the whole thing. I'm down, <laughs> down. I love it. Okay, so, so crash the Scooby Doo for you. Crash. Yes. You would thruple with Rick and Evelyn. Yes. Okay, and then you want to be made of honor at Morticia and Gomez. Hell yeah! Nice. I and love I, it. It's gotta be nineties Morticia because I love yeah, her. Nineties Morticia. Was when the she best. did witches, I was like, that's my girl. Yep. I love her, dude. Love her so all day long. Awesome. All day long. I love so it. now, that was good question. Now, after fun. telling you all those couples, okay, who were the two couples in that group that are actually married? 
Like in real life? In real life. Oh. There are definitely... No, three. Three couples that are Thank actually you. married in that. Let me look at the names again. Cause no, because brain... I wrote down on the paper. Oh, you did? I didn't notice. Nelly? I'm sorry. Okay, I well... you didn't. Um, I know you that... read them again? I think, I believe that okay. the Daphne and Fred were married. They were. Um, and then I believe that in the people from Alien are married. And mm-hmm. No? Okay. Well, I got that one wrong. And then the other person I was going to say... Um, the other couple, sorry, that I was going to say. You said three, right? There are three in here okay. that were actually um, The other ones I was going to say are Ed and Lorraine Warren, obviously. Yeah. Because they're actually married. Who was the who's the last one that I missed? Um, Evelyn and Lee from A Quiet Place. Are they really they're married? They're actually married. Real I life didn't couple, know that. Emily Blunt and John. I like Emily Blunt. She's, I love Emily Blunt. She's fun. But I wouldn't, I don't know. I don't, I want to mess with that. <laughs> <laughs> like I love her. Don't get me wrong. We only, it's only funny if they're not real, they're not yeah. real couples. Yeah, it's well. I mean, I scratched the there, so it's fine. All right, guys, that was great. No, I had so much fun. I wish there was more. I wish there was more. But okay. the good news is, guys, as you are wishing there was more. Guess what? There is more. We is are come? back, folks. So. Yay. Come back and listen to us next week where we'll actually have a new episode. And we are excited to be back and do that um, this month of presidents and black history and February. So full of Mardi Gras and all sorts of junk. So oh, we're so very excited. Oh, yeah. it's a great month. And yeah. it's just just way too short. <laughs> and my birthday. I'm just saying. And I'm Audrey. And, birthday. and I'm Kelly. And we'll see you next time. Thank you, guys. Don't forget Kelly's birthday. That's right. Bye. <laughs>